Kev, if this is a jump scare, I'm going to kick your ass. Life. Hey, I missed. I totally missed that opportunity to put a jump scare in there. Imagine, <laughs> imagine you're sitting there just watching it. You know, count down to the episode starts, and some bitch goes like, <laughs> Mate, me and Dave are holding each other's hands." <laughs> you know, I'm sitting here going, "Right, when's it coming? When's it coming? When's it coming?" <laughs> Sorry, I didn't. I didn't realize I'd, I'd set that up. Um, so tonight's episode is going to be a bit of a different one. Uh, it's not actually been promoted in any fashion yet, but we are launching a new series called Paranormal Patter. Uh, it'll be a kind of a bi-weekly series unless there's like tons of folk try to get on them we'll need to we'll need to filter it more and more and more but um <laughs> i so the idea is that myself and jmac are going to get together with kieran uh kieran you have you've been watching the show for some time and supporting us uh yeah. th- what i like about kieran's uh kieran's approach to things is he's very i'll, I'll say everyone's smart but kieran has a way of uh defining things using a scientific nature and background uh, i know we all do to an extent but i like i like you the conversations you can have with someone i like <laughs> you made me sound so much smarter than i actually am <laughs> <laughs> I mean, modesty right um, yeah just, yeah no, not just talking to kev makes me feel smarter it's cool <laughs> <laughs> look at him there's the eyebrow he's going to get me back in some way in like, in like four weeks time he's just going to push me in front of a tram uh, a, tram. a pram or a tram because nowadays a pram's worse <laughs> um i I, th- I think the really cool thing is j mac and i are on such a level that we're like uh, bill and ted and if we get taken down the road we go down that road regardless and i think it'd be good to have someone there to kind of be like guys come come this way let me show you something and i think oh, the man. audience will benefit from that too so i'm looking forward to it going forward that, that bill and ted analogy is no bad like anytime anyone we're just like whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> you killed how many aliens with a samurai and j mac you've brought a friend tonight as well david introduce david yes this is my friend david he lives like 10 doors up uh, say hi david how you doing you're right <laughs> um and david actually he was he was he went to his brothers for a wee night in tonight um, and his brother fell asleep, so he's ended up here. His brother's like, mate, you want to come up for a few drinks? He's like, aye. So he goes up there, has two pints, and his brother literally puts a cover on himself and goes to yeah. sleep. He's like, <laughs> he actually left me watching food reviews on YouTube. Oh. Um, 
and I was like, nah, I'm out. <laughs> so <laughs> you then you ended up on a podcast. Imagine, yeah, imagine sure, going out there yeah, quiet. Sure, these some plans are the best. That's it. That's <laughs> it. Planned, planned fun is never as fun unless oh, yeah. it's this for us, Kev. True, it's totally unplanned for him. Aye, absolutely. It's gonna it's gonna be a fun one. So we're gonna chat a little bit about paranormal and what our experiences have been. David, I'm gonna to come to you. Uh, I don't know your position on the paranormal or the, you know, the the phenomena side of things. Mm-hmm. So we'll we will get to that because I'm interested to talk to everybody. Which, by the way, if you're watching watching this or listening on Spotify or wherever in the archives. Make sure you tune in live because we would like to hear from you. Uh, write your experiences in the comments or ask to come on the show and we'll send you a link and you can pop up in the wee window next to us and we want to hear your stories. Uh, we'd like to also, if, you, if you're if you completely against the paranormal side of life, <laughs> paranormal side of life, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's been a, a long time really since we did a paranormal episode. I mean, the last time we did it was, uh, what was, what was that author's name? Uh um, Peter McHugh. Yeah, Doc, yeah, we interviewed his. Uh, I was Dr. Peter McHugh. We interviewed his ah, right, for about right. an hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> his webcam positioning was fucking shocking. Hi, <laughs> good books. It... Good books. Hi, guys. <laughs> what I found strange about him is you read both his books, he gets right into these scary stories. Comes on the podcast, we're like, do you believe in it? No. <laughs> it's like okay, okay then. <laughs> but he was a good, he was a good guest, and I think he's since went off the map since then. So let's hope it's no because he was so ashamed to be part of our show. <laughs> so, aye, we're going to chat a bit, and like I says, if you if you want to get involved, get involved. Hit us up in the comments section, and I'll leave a wee banner there to remind you to get involved. So we're gonna, I'll maybe. Kieran, we'll maybe start with you because everybody that's listening now should probably have already known a bit about JMac and I and our kind of experiences, whether or not they're what we think they are or not. But uh, you kind of give us an idea as to when you kind of were like, "Hey, there might be other stuff out there," and where what kind of experiences you had at that time. Uh, I've kind of always uh, had a thing for it. Um, it's kind of long way I can explain it. Even from basically being sort of early teens, um, seeing shit, being around stuff that I've not quite explained, things that other people witnessed as well and they couldn't explain. And ever since then, it's just kind of stuck in my head going, right, I'm going to work out what the fuck's going on. Like, I'm going to work out what happened and why things happen. Um, mostly, I pretty much everything I've experienced wise is no uh no ufo kind of alien style stuff mm. um apart from kind of one story that i couldn't explain the rest of them are all based off of ghosts and mm. spirits and things like that it's um, my favorite yeah so i've <laughs> i've had a lot of experience with that i've seen a lot i worked in a haunted hotel for a while or it was a hotel that was haunted. It wasn't like an attraction haunted hotel <laughs> um, worked there for uh five years uh, stayed in a it was an old uh, World War II hospital um, been around some uh, some messed up stuff even like working with like my family at home like things flying off shelves and uh, people just getting randomly like moved and you know I've seen some shit and I'll kind of probably I suppose we'll kind of get more of the stories later on is that kind of the plan but um, yeah I'm very much an avid believer um, mm. but more in a I just I kind of want to work it out rather than mm. just straight up see it and go, yep, that's what it is, no problem, cool, we'll just move yeah. on. 
Aye, <laughs> <laughs> uh, for sure. I mean, we've kind of brushed a little bit with that kind of stuff, uh, but it's, yeah. it's hard because you can't you can't get your answer. You can't be like, "Oh, come back, come no, back." You never, you, know you never get a full straight answer. Ever. No, and you never kind of. You want to come on a podcast? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, someone on Twitter the other day that I follow is a he's a podcaster himself. He's quite a big one. He makes tons of money doing it. He's in the wrestling field, and he's like, "My DMs are open for all my fans. We want to chat about." I'm like, "Why come on my podcast?" He's like, "No, I was like, fine." <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it was so ask, nice. Of if it. you don't ask, you don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It, was, it didn't go like that, but it was very nice. And the way he said was, he was like, "Oh, I'd love to, but just not the now with my schedule and stuff." But I thought that was kind of cool. David, what is your position on the paranormal? This could be extraterrestrial kind of stuff. Uh, it can be just sentinel beings or even just interdimensional fucking exploration. What, what do you, what's your stance? <laughs> just day things. Just uh, <laughs> no <much. things. clears throat> I would say I'm, I'm definitely more swaying towards being a believer. Um, uh, probably more so in, in experiences with growing up in... in I've always, I always have these kind of vivid memories of growing up and not being able to sleep at night. And I've always struggled with that, even to this day. And, you know, I, it might sound silly, but I, I do remember times where one 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 specific time where I was in bed and I remembered a voice, as, as ridiculous as this may sound, a voice coming through a keyhole and, and, and like... And the and and the door handle my bedroom. It was like Grossman. <laughs> I was like, well, <laughs> I, just, I just. But what I do is I just remember being, and I say I was young, but I was maybe about ten, eleven, twelve, and um, I remember having this, and I always struggled with sleeping and hearing voices, and just never really been able to get my sleep. And that night I heard that I ran ran through to my mum's room. There's somebody fucking talking to me. There's somebody. Fucking, <laughs> she's like, what do you mean? I says. Talking to me through the keyhole when it wasn't Keith Lennon. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but honestly, it was it was ever since then, and, and even to this day now, I have this problem where I get up in the middle of the night and I'll I'll sometimes sit on the edge of my bed and I'll be in a I'll be in a different state of mind and a different I say realm, but I feel like I'm in a different kind of place and I, I do things where I'll reenact things that have happened to me. I mean, I was talking to Jordan earlier and I said, look, there's a story. I said, it sounds fucking bizarre, but this is what it is. Um, I work in a stores at work and there's people that come in on a daily basis and they give me orders and it, and it may be like, you know, in, in, in terms of paper, here, here's an order, put that through for me, blah, blah, blah. And I remember at a time, it was quite stressful because I'd just started and I remember going home, going to my bed at night and waking up in the middle of the night and sitting up at the edge of my bed and it may not sound paranormal however i was in a state of mind where i thought i was still in work and i remember wrapping mm-hmm. the covers around my back and i sat in <laughs> my bed and i said do you know what just fucking give me the orders i'm not gonna get any sleep tonight and i'm, I'm sat up like as a grown fucking man doing this right <laughs> 10 minutes later it's like you come back to fucking when i'm back and i'm saying to myself <laughs> The fuck are you doing? You fucking <laughs> take the covers off and go back to, go back to yeah. the bed. I, I think it's uh, it, it could illustrate how much the human mind plays when it comes to uh, how much a rogue human mind plays when it comes to paranormal experience. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, he was in a situation where he could have sworn that sitting on the edge of his bed that he was getting Aye. orders given to him. Aye. And mm-hmm. then he was like, oh, fuck it, I might not, I'm not going to try and sleep because I just keep getting these orders. And then you just go, yeah, fucking minute. 
I'm in my bed. I'm not getting orders. Yeah. Um, it was always voices that done it when I was a young boy. It was always it was always lying in bed, you know, thinking I'd hear voices. Even my, you know, I would speak to my mum about it, and my mum is is a, is a believer, and, and she believes in that. And and you know, mm-hmm. she she never used to say I was silly for it. If that makes sense, you know, yeah. she, she always kind of she always kind of thought, you know, there could you know there could be, you know, why would you be saying this to me if it wasn't some sort of you know you've had some experience with whether it may be you know what we think it is or what you think it is it's you've had something and yeah i think i think it's gonna i don't want to say exciting but it's it's definitely intriguing Mm -hmm. and i like that whole side of you know where does it go it's it's an unknown nobody nobody's putting Mm -hmm. a a stamp on it and saying this is factual and this is not you know Mm -hmm. it's not we're in a world where we have our own experiences and yeah that is what it is you know it's good you know I am sorry. I uh, with that what you're saying, like, so there's kind of two aspects of kind of what you were saying there. There is the aspect of our mind and did that really happen, and then there is the actual physical seeing of something. That my two experiences were each side of that coin, um, and I'll briefly say it again because it's been said a few times on quite a few episodes we've done. One time, I saw something get hit across a room which was a candle uh a candle almost the same shape as that so it's the same shape as as the bottom right if that's sitting on an old tv you remember the tvs never used to, they weren't always they never used to be flat screen uh-huh. used to be able to like sit something on a tv yeah yeah right and i saw it and, it and i heard this i heard that sound this very sound right and the candle flew across the room that was right in front of my eyes now that i was wide awake there was no way in hell I was sleeping. I was wide awake in a room full of people. We all saw it, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my God. That was the very first moment. I was like, wow, when I die, I'm no deed. That's going on a t-shirt. That's going on a t-shirt. When I die, I'm no deed. And the second time was I saw a big fucking creepy dude standing inside of my bed. This was a couple of years ago when Jordan and I worked together. And I woke up screaming like a bitch. And I don't even think I was properly, I don't even think I was properly sleeping. Now I'm the kind of guy that if somebody comes in through my door, I'm proper going to cut their head off, right? Like, <laughs> I will do that. I no <laughs> <laughs> I'm proper, like, I will... The problem is they won't disappear up. when you do it, mate. I'll be the one disappearing into the cells. <laughs> um, but the thing is, like, I'm not, I'm not somebody that would shy away from somebody being in my house. I would proper attack that kind of thing. And yet I was kind of scared, eh? I was like, look! And it's because I kind of knew in my head I knew it wasn't it wasn't there or was there and then gone. And then I kept, as I kind of screamed, the light went on. Hoose woke up and I'm like, wow, there's nothing there. So that's one I could put down. And maybe that was just in my mind. Maybe that came from somewhere in here. But it felt so so real. You know, I've never woke up screaming from a dream before. So, like, let's just take the law of averages here and be like, well, you know. But I can't. I can't be so sure. The candle, I can be one million percent sure. Um, Kieran, what instant have you had where something's actually happened and you've seen physical phenomena? Um, I was going to say, like, just before like, you kind of get that far, the weird thing about paranormal stuff is it always sounds like you're a complete dick. When you say this stuff, you say this stuff out loud, you're like, I'm a complete prick. Why am I even thinking this is normal? Until you talk to somebody else who's had something 
happen or seen something, and then you just like, oh, okay, we're, we're actually okay. It's a normal mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think a lot of it is based off of your own perception, and because it's such a personal thing to happen, even trying to explain it, like you're talking about, like when you wake up in the middle of the night, or you wake up, you know, there's a guy standing next to your bed. <laughs> you can rem- you can remember those things, but that genuine yeah. fear you can't replicate. Yeah, it's happened, and that's it. It's buggered off from then. Yeah, and I think that's how people then struggle with coming to terms with what it was because you can't then do it again. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So one of the things that was like a proper moment for me where I really cemented it in my head of like, okay, there's something more to to what I can visually see. Mm-hmm. Uh, was working in a hotel and it's a hotel not far from here it's in Uphall uh, it's a McDonald's hotel nice place, nice big fancy hotel I worked there for mm-hmm. five years and while I was there I was in charge of the uh, the bars so come the end of the night everyone's finished a wedding it's like one, two, three in the morning depends on what time it is everyone's away home and I was tidying up clearing up some of the the crap that's lying all over the place as drunk people lend, tend to leave everywhere. Uh, and it had like a proper coal fire, huge, big, buck off, like eight foot coal fire. Um, so you have to go out in the back, pull in coal from the bunker, drag it through the bar and put it in there. So I was, uh, I'd been doing that, came back inside uh, through the bar, over to the coal fire. And as you do, you're carrying a shovel. So occasionally you drop stuff and things fall off. So I was doing that and some of it had fallen off and I was like, that's fine, I'll pick it up later. Um, and while I'm at the coal fire, you know, putting things in, a lump of coal hits me in the back of the leg. And I mean, like genuinely hits me in the back of the leg. Hmm. And I'm the only person in the hotel apart from myself and the night manager um, who wouldn't talk about stuff because he'd been there too long and had seen too many, like, too many things. So he wouldn't uh, discuss most of the things he's seen. So uh, I was kind of, I'd heard noises and, you know, so I wasn't too phased about it. I was like, well, maybe I just, I dropped it and it bounced off a chair. You know, you make these excuses in your head. So I did that and I was like, right, fair enough. And I was like, hmm. So you, to make yourself feel more comfortable, you or I start talking to an imaginary thing. So I'm like, you know, just going to, you know, throw things at me. Like, I'm trying to tidy up, play a while I go home. It's three o'clock yeah. in the morning. I've been here for 14 hours. Go and stop throwing things yeah. at me. Uh, and that was it. I was like, that's fine. So I went through, told the guys at the desk, I'm like, look, I'm away to take the rubbish out the back. If the back door alarm goes off, it's me going outside with the bin. Not a problem. So I go back through, pick up this bin bag, and I go through the back kind of alleyway into the to where the exit, the fire exit door is. And there's a spiral staircase, like a, a stone spiral staircase. And as I walk out, there's a woman stood on the bottom two steps, running like you know, you come down the stairs, you run your hand down the wall. Yeah. And she was stood like that. And I could see her. I could still I can still picture that in my head. Uh she had like one of those big kind of like frilly collar things on, like a big fucking grey bluish dress. And mm-hmm. like she stared at me. And I couldn't move. I could not move for a good five minutes or so just stared and then or what felt like that it was probably only about 10 seconds but mm. time just fucking <laughs> diminishes at that point ah, time just diminishes and you're stood staring at this thing like I don't know what to do with this uh, and then you blink and that's it she's gone just completely mm. disappeared and I'm stood like going uh, 
I have to go out to the bins now. <laughs> I don't want to go outside. Um, so I went out and uh, came back in. This manager was like, uh, there's a woman in the stairs. And he just went, I know. That was it. <laughs> That's all he would say. He was like, yeah, I know. And that was it. So that was kind of the first time I'd seen something like properly face to face. I'm like, I, I don't know how to deal with that. That's not okay. Mm. Could you could you make out like our features on our faces? Oh yeah, everything. Like a fully everything. fledged, like mm-hmm. proper, like full bodied apparition, as they call it. Oh yeah, absolutely everything. Mm. Um, it wasn't like a. It, it frustrates me. Um, because you see all these like fucking paranormal videos of people of recorded stuff and it's like a little shadow and you're like, no, no, no. If mm-hmm. you see something, you don't see a shadow. You see the full shebang, like indentations in the cheeks, like whether they've got bogeys, you, know, you see everything. And <laughs> you do. Yeah, I, I, I can picture absolutely everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I can't like, explain it. I still I can't like the idea. It. I like the idea that she disappeared and went to our wee ghost pals. I was like, there's some creepy <laughs> bastard bin man staring at me in the stairs. <laughs> I was looking for a walk and some guy staring at me. Well that's <laughs> well, that's the alternative. And the thing is, the way that that so that was quite early uh when I started working there, and I kind of started delving into the history of what happened in that building. It's an old building, it was like 1570 something it was built. Mm-hmm. Um, and the whole thing about it was uh, the guy that owned it, good uh, the guy, he was initially called John Houston, but they changed his name and they're legally having to let him put it back because he doesn't technically own the building. Uh, so he basically knocked up a girl before they got married. And it was obviously when you're not allowed, you know, abstinence wasn't allowed. So you have to, mm-hmm. so he had to basically yeah, lock her away. Aye, basically <laughs> had to lock her away in, the cu- in, in a room. Yeah. <laughs> um, and before she gave birth, she jumped out the window. Um, and so now the, the whole theory of that building was the reason why it was haunted was because of her. And I didn't know this story at the time. So now when I read it and was, you know, doing a bit of digging into it and then I find that out and I'm like, oh, so that's who I seen. That makes a bit more sense. It's a bit less, you know, fucking terrifying when you realize, you know, the person that you've just witnessed. Right. Mm. I mean, I, th- I think um, like being able to kind of rationalize it in some way, even if it doesn't make it less creepy, it gives yeah. an understanding, you know. What I mean, it's, it's like you can almost put a name to a face at that point, and you can go right, okay. Yeah. So that's right, at least I'm kind of maybe, aware of what went on. Aye, so maybe I'll chat to her next time. Aye. Well, aye. that kind of happened from then on. I kind of got it in my head of like, well, I have to go up and down these stairs all the time, and if I run into you again, I'll at least say hello. <laughs> um, and uh, you know, and it's not even a, a story you have to tell other people. You have to tell that story to yourself in order for you not to shit yourself every time you go through a door. <laughs> mm. uh, yeah, I, struggle, I struggle not to shit myself on a daily basis. So. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is <laughs> I have heard. Even though he could tell he's a listener. Um, <laughs> J-Mac, before we move to some comments we've got here via wire, um, you're, you're, I mean, I, mean, I know we've, sp- we've spoken even on a very early episode about your sleep paralysis. But mm. I don't recall, actually, I've just maybe forgotten this old age, about you having any actual experience. Um, well, I mean, I can talk about my sleep paralysis again in a while, but in regards to, like, kind of bona fide, what I would call, like, a paranormal experience, I think, I think it was paranormal. I didn't, I wasn't lucky enough to see, like, a full-bodied apparition like Kieran did. Um, but I was in the Edinburgh vaults, um, doing the the kind of typical ghost tours, um, I I 
We'll have you back on soon, Jamie. I know, um, like you're watching. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you better be watching, boy. <laughs> no, he's looking. He's looking back on. That's what he's just done himself. Yeah. I think that's why he keeps getting himself put in Facebook jail, so he doesn't even have to talk to us. I uh, know. <laughs> um, but I was in the Edinburgh Vaults, and we did the whole tour thing, and then it was it was pretty pretty creepy. I did prefer the Mary King's Coast tour for creepiness. Uh, right. If you've if you ever go to Edinburgh, anybody that's watching, ever go to Edinburgh, do the Mary King's Close, uh, kind of under the city, under the city tour. It's mm. fucking amazing. Um, but at the end of it, we walk out. You you kind of end up at, at the back of an old pub, and um, I was I was just standing, there and I, I can't remember who it was. Somebody I was with pointed pointed out to me like Jordan, you've got a big scratch in the back of your neck. We got a shop. Like no, you have, and then I felt it. I could feel the welt, and it stung, and I was like, "What? The, what the fuck was that?" And then I started feeling a bit kind of no ill, but I was just like a bit shaken up. Like I, I didn't scratch it. I don't remember anybody else scratching it. You'd think you would have noticed if some random that was standing around you just fucking clawed the back of your neck for no reason. <laughs> um, but I mean that. As far as proper paranormal experiences go, I think that was it. I did, I did have a brief experience on Most Haunted Live. I don't know if I told you this, Kevin. Hi, <laughs> tell the story. Uh, I, I was on Most Haunted Live. This was in the, the Morecambe Winter Gardens, and I was just in the audience, and you can fill in the form for audience participation. And I was lucky enough to get called up to do a wee paranormal investigation with all the guys from Most Haunted, and it was great. It was great fun. Stuff happened. Like I was, like calling out like tap four times and you'd get the four taps I'm like fucking hell this is amazing since then i found out that the most haunted crew are a bunch of fucking fraudulent charlatans but that's another story <laughs> um so at that time i thought that was paranormal and it was cool but turns out it's 99 sure it was passion i don't lump everybody that was there in with that um there's people i mean there's people that i'm really fond of still that um were involved in the show at the time that aren't now um mm. i won't name names uh, By the way, just to just to sort of interject there, um, you can actually go back and listen to us talking about your most haunted experience and the Greyfriars Kirkyard where J Mac talks in, in a proper detail. And Craig Matthewman, the amazing artist, actually illustrated you getting done in with your neck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this guy's got some talent. Uh, you should check him out. See Matthew Mon. Man. He just he keeps, he's always photoshopping our faces into movies and that's it's amazing. My favorite one is is the one that's my profile picture. It was the, yeah. the Metallica one. Um, yeah, yeah. it was class. Stephen Stephen, Tom- Stephen Stephen Thompson, if you've just joined us, we are open open plan tonight if you want to come on and talk to us about some paranormal stuff if you've had any experiences jump in or just put it in the uh, comment section and we'll read it out and talk to you but jump in man jump in i <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so the most haunted experience that would have been something it's class that you can actually go on our youtube channel and, and watch you live on most haunted via big baldy napper how's it no because I'm fucking saying it's not right. Did you remove it? <laughs> nah, you never removed it. You didn't remove it. But it's definitely, uh, there. definitely You need to excuse Dave for a second. He's going to go and get us a couple of drinks. They're on the fridge, man. Just got me. <laughs> How did you work that out? I didn't see any lips moving there. What's no, there was nothing. Absolutely no, not. Telekinesis right there. It's like you just um, knew. Basically, I saw that he was at the end of his bottle and he spilt something in his chin. And then we just gave each other a nod. <laughs> 
See, I came prepared. I was on there, and then I've got yes. that. Um, I'll be all right. Oh, what's that? What's that? Tom and Two. Tom and Two. Actually, if you spell that wrong, you get a porno. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. I like that. <laughs> my name's Tom, and this is my two. <laughs> I, have some, uh, I have some comments here that I would like to, to read out and kind of we can mull over what's going on here. Uh, so one here, my main question, this is from the stain kicker. My main question and point will always be, how can we ever explain any of these things without fully establishing exactly where we are in this dimension slash earth universe or whatever? A ghost could be a fucking modder fucking with us in the matrix. Ha ha ha. <laughs> right. Well, I, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, not a mass, I, I'm going to say that I'm not a massive fan of the idea that we live in a simulation. No. Um, <laughs> I just think it's funny that we only figured that out after there was movies about it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Especially uh, considering the the CIA and the FBI <laughs> spent something ridiculous amount of like 20, 30 billion or something trying to prove that we live in a simulation and couldn't. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there was a proper like government fund <laughs> to try and prove that and they failed. So it, that sounds like that sounds to me like they wanted thirty billion dollars for something properly weird, and they were just saying that it was for that so that people would leave them alone. So everyone's I mean? like, "That's a great idea. Give them the money. We'll find out. We'll find out soon. Give them money. I want to check if I'm in a computer." Oh, it's, it's like it's like here, mate. We're going to we're going to tell them that it's for like, trying to work out if we live in a simulation, but we're actually just going to work out if we can ever stop rice krispies from sinking in milk. <laughs> Will they ever lose the snap crackle? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, do you not remember the, the old cartoon uh, adverts of that? Did they not did they not lose one of them in the actual serial? One of those guys died. Yeah, Snap. Snap died. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure it was Snap. It was the one that was the red one. Well, it was red, blue, and green one, but red red died. Not Snap. I would have at least meant for crackle like. <laughs> I remember I remember uh, when I was a kid, uh, I saved if up wrong, tokens. I, I, am, but... <laughs> I, I saved up tokens for the Rice Krispies boxes and sent away for a a snap crackle and pop digital watch it took about <laughs> it, it, it took about six years to come i was like right when i was 18 i was like what the fuck was that? <laughs> but uh, no it was cool it just looked like a wee square block but then you pressed pressed a button on the side and the digital clock popped at the top it's like oh, it's like, oh, nice. minted but i snapped it <laughs> i just all i had left to do was crackle and it was like hey. Because <laughs> it popped. <laughs> um, another comment here. I think this paranormal higher. I think this paranormal higher dimension kind of thing is why we are lied to about everywhere on Earth by powerful institutions. We had to have, we had to have been more than what we are now. We were usually higher beings. Um, mm. I mean, that's not unplausible. Implausible. Uh, unplausible. Yeah. Fucking hell. Only had two drinks, and I'm saying unplausible. Jesus, that's um, implausible. Uh, <laughs> I've heard a few things recently um, about previous, like higher beings and what level we humans are at now. Uh, and one of them's to do with where Atlantis comes from, and one of the potential sites of Atlantis is a. It's kind of like a sand. Uh, I can't remember what they're called. The Richard thing. I can't remember. I can't see it. Um, but it's a it's the rich hot stru uh, structure. I think it's in Africa, and it's basically a, a ring of concentric circles uh, surrounded by salt, um, hmm. but in the center of the Sahara. Um, 
Oh man, love Rice Krispies. Don't start that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, basically, is, even uh, David's confused. He's walked back in and we were talking about Rice Krispies. <laughs> <laughs> Just for context, Sima Manzakova says, "Well, that took a quick turn. Uh, went from paranormal activity to Rice Krispies. Love it." <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> interrupt you. Uh, that's how we that's do. That's right. uh, Michaela's sister. So ah, nice. Uh, she gets she gets to interrupt me or I, or I lose a fight. So I didn't know she had a sister. Ah. Oh, well. A, a big family um but also it's kind of the theory of that as well and it was all to do with the pyramids and how humans actually lost the ability to build structures and and lost levels of intelligence after climate disasters that we're supposedly going through now depending on who you talk to and that's another kettle of fish altogether mm. um but things like that you know atlantis was one of them that humans were supposedly the ancient aliens theory uh, basically, all of those come back to the the premise that humans were able to do these things, and we lost that intelligence over time, which is mm. true. Because I know for a fact I'm smarter than all the dumb kids that are out there now, mainly because <laughs> I can do something that's not on a fucking screen. Yeah. Uh, apart from this, I forgot that actually. That's a... By the way, Madness, Madness from work. I'm sure it was Madness. Told me uh, a great. It kind of blew my mind one day, right? And he was like. You know how they found skeletons of motherfucking giants for way back. Yeah. It's like, and they're still wondering who built the pyramids. Yeah, giants. Yeah, <laughs> I was that, like, yeah, it kind of makes all sense, right? <laughs> well, that that comes into another thing to do with all the Scandinavians. What all all Scandinavians believe in? Giants and trolls, like all of them. And it's not even like it's. I think it's taught in school that you actually have to worship the. Like you have to go and do this. Um, have you so ever with, seen Troll Hunter? Excellent movie. Absolutely excellent. So fucking good, man. Yeah, it, the only thing is, anybody you tell you try and tell you watch it, and, and no. as soon as you as soon as you mention as soon as you mention that it's subtitled, they're like, no, 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 no. Aye, no, no, it's definitely worth a watch. Anyone that's not watched it, you have to watch it. See, but see go into the, it blind. Right. See how we're talking about um the Egyptians. There was a thing where we're talking about you, you Kevin, you were speaking that you, you spoke to somebody about this, and I actually had a a conversation with a guy in the lot recently, right? And and my argument was, or what I had seen on telly at the time was that there was this pharaoh and him and his family were they were buried um however many hundred feet off the ground in this pyramid. And between each tomb there was a there was a concrete beam which was I think it was like seventy two SUVs high, right? Or, or in terms of weight it was, right? These beams. And 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 what it was 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 how 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 did they get it up there? How did they put these beams into place so many hundred feet high? When you know science couldn't, there was no way of how you could actually do <clears> this, <throat> you know. Um, and Germans. Then it goes back. It goes, <laughs> 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 then it goes back to again. The Egyptians have got this thing where you know on some of the pyramids, it's it's what they've, they've carved out to be what we would call UFOs. Whether it was or not, we don't know. However, there is this kind of strange, you know, you've got Egyptians and you've got the aliens. It's like, what the fuck? Do you know what I mean? It's like, nowadays you associate our kind of human race with aliens, but when you look back at it, it it's maybe came from, you know, a long time ago. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I like the, like, the, even the, the Mayans, the Mayans, uh, they, they've kind of described what looked like rocket ships into the side of caves mm-hmm. and stuff like that. There has to be, there's something else going on that we're never ever going to 
Excuse me, understand. I <laughs> <laughs> that fuck's sake. Uh, we've got another com- another comment here. I've got a few comments. Uh, this is from Stephen Thompson. Never seen a ghost or a feck all. My most haunted experience was watching Paranormal Activity before it was big. Imagine it was real shite in myself. He <laughs> 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 says, I done the Edinburgh vaults. Nothing at all happened. It was creepy as fuck, though. <laughs> I, um, I mean, I think it's one of these... Just because you go for a, a kind of haunted experience or a tour mm-hmm. or whatever, it doesn't mean that something's going to happen. No. Yeah. You know, I think if, if something does happen, depending on how you look at it, you're either lucky or unlucky. Yeah. You know, I, I think that if you if you go for if you go to a haunted tour and something happens to you, you're a lucky bastard. Because uh-huh. you know, if you're there, surely you want something to happen. But I think I think there's levels to what you will accept. Like some of the stuff Jamie Christopher was talking about, if it happened to me. I'd just shit my pants again and then leave. <laughs> Mate, what? He told us back in the Greyfriars episode that he saw motherfuckers being thrown about a room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like, well, there goes Larry. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like, you haven't fun yet? <laughs> hey, we got another one here, by the way. Uh, Stainkicker says, look up mud floods, guys. We have been lied to about history massively. We were more advanced than we are now, but by a few hundred years ago. Oh, okay. About a few. So apparently we were far more advanced than we are now. So you've seen a few hundred years ago. I mean, when are we talking here? Because we do have written history. Oh, you've seen what we were lied to about it, but we do have records of written history that go back mud to flood. God knows is, when. Is the mud floods thing, there was a theory that Edinburgh was like flooded or some shit like that. Is any of you familiar with mud floods? No, no, sounds no, dirty to me. <laughs> you know, it's really weird right now that we're doing this episode, right? So I've got a wee dug now. Um, that aye, it's a wee dug, right? Never barks, it's fucking barking right now. Can't wait to see if it dugs, right? And uh, pets, dogs are, uh, pets are well aware. And I've got well, a, a hamster that squares up to it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's exactly what you want. See, on on that note of uh, of pets, right, uh, Dave, you're to say that you're talking about like voices and hearing things. Right, I've got a yeah. story that will make you feel better about yourself. Every person, I mean, every single person I've told this story to, laughs at me and thinks I need locked up in an asylum, and I don't blame them. But I completely advocate that this happened. I was awake, and I know it happened, but nobody believes me. Right, I was. Was where before I moved out, I was still staying with my dad, and I have a, a fish tank at the bottom of my bed, a pretty decent size fish tank. And uh, I wake up, go to the toilet, come back, and I'm like, I can hear like talking. I'm Hello, like, okay. I'm under the water. <laughs> <laughs> I'm under the water. <laughs> well, 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 right. So I'm kicking about my house, like, where's this coming from? I got pop my head in my dad's room like his telly's off they're asleep like well, what is this like, I'm picking I'm starting to like really think like I'm losing this and I'm like no no yeah. so I can hear somebody's talking yeah so I look at him and I walk into my room I'm like no <laughs> no please no and I'm like okay so I open the lid and it gets louder I, I shit I swear to god this was true I opened the lid of the tank and it got louder and then I was like eh, eh, and it just fucking stopped dead like completely just stopped dead, and I'm like, ah, I don't know how to explain that. <laughs> so my, that, fish, my, my fish, my fish were talking to me one day. I, I imagine <laughs> my fish were talking to me. 
<laughs> imagine wow. that there's some very reasonable explanation to it though like the imagine the stuff that you don't know eh? like yes and i did put that i did eventually like i have to kind of settle that in my head of mm -hmm. it was probably the neighbor's telly or i i didn't check like either my sister's room or you know something logical uh, hmm. but i can't explain opening the tank lid and it getting louder and then just stopping dead Aye. Right. As what, much as what, I know what, that sounds... What were they saying anyway? Like, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking help, I'm drowning. Um, I don't know. Like, I know that sounds ridiculous, and I can't, I can't explain that one. And I know it sounds absolutely insane, oh, but I'm 100% convinced time, it happened. First time I've ever heard a story like that. That's that's yeah. a, a definite first. In fact, I think the entire paranormal community has never heard a story about it. And I will be ridiculed system. for it for years. <laughs> yeah, Even maybe. Says, maybe they were shouting for Nemo. Maybe they were shouting yeah. for Nemo. <laughs> <my man's> <laughs> I think they must have had much more advanced technology. The mystery is what happened. Why do, why do we not know more? How do whole civilizations disappear and only leave behind arch architecture? Also bless you. Oh, bless. Um, <laughs> uh, that's a good... I mean, see, when you think... When you ponder, like, the shit that we actually will never know. Like, the yeah. stuff that goes on. Imagine this, right? Let me just... Uh, <clears throat> Set this we, I'm just going to make it up here as I go along, right? But this is... Based on all the knowledge I have, I've watched all the alien movies, right? Not just alien movies, but, like, all you've been abducted style movies, like, fourth kind and stuff, right? You're just going about your wee life, doing all, all as you do. Right, big bright light. Oh no, before you know it, you're in this big tank. They're shoving stuff up you. You're like, ah, it feels uncomfortable. Right, but I like it. <laughs> stop, stop. Right, and then they start doing all this stuff to you. You go back and you're like, ah, I was, I was abused. You start telling people, people think you're crazy and all that. Like, that person knows that that shit happened, and now that person knows that shit's out there. So their world has just completely changed. Right, not only because it's essentially. I mean, even right, skip to the other side of that. You think if you went to the cops and was like, "Here, this happened to me, and it was by one of them," do you think like they would go after them if they were able to? <laughs> it's hard to pull them over. I mean, <laughs> I mean, they, they'd get their Twitter uh, account cancelled. <laughs> Aye, that's that's what the police seem to want to do these days. In fact, you know, if they did find an alien and alien became, came within two meters, they'd be like, "Where's your mask?" <laughs> uh, so, I, I think uh, the the police tend to I mean, going back to what John Edmonds was saying, the police mm -hmm. just don't want anything to do with anything when it comes to that it's yeah. too much too much paperwork and too many people we don't want yeah. around poking in their business um, Craig Matthews really? says evening lads, missing most of this is my kids want to watch the Grinch for the gazillionth time, oh you poor bastard I hate the Grinch, love it Kevin loves it. I fucking hate it. Well, it's a fucking horror. Fucking bump. It's a fucking horror more than anything. It's the fucking best. creepy. The best. Uh, <laughs> Grinch. Absolutely. The Grinches awesome. love Grinch. Always fancied doing like a paranormal hunt somewhere like Bangor or something. Well, we agreed with uh, Jamie Kerstorfen that when the time was right, basically after lockdown, that we would get together in Greyfriars Kirkyard and we would film and what we laughing at Bucks like walking in with canes. It finally happening. <laughs> all, right, all right. So um, I think maybe we should head out for January. We'll get James back on the show. We'll catch up with what's been going on. Maybe head out in January. All of us, uh, if you're watching the show and you're local to Edinburgh, come along. 
we're going to go in there with the idea that we're just going to chill, do our thing, film, and see what happens. James says a lot of crazy stuff happens, so <clears throat> that might be possible that it happens, might be that nothing happens, uh, but it'll be pretty cool to test that out, and I think that's the first kind of thing as the Paranormal Patter team. <laughs> we, should, we should absolutely check that out. You know what's weird? Uh, I was in a shop today, like, and I went to buy like a coffee or something, and I looked to my left, and there's this dude wearing a big t-shirt. It's quite a big dude, and on it it said something like "paranormal urbexing," and had all the social media on that. And I thought, what's the chances that we're just about to start this wee social media, no social, this wee uh, paranormal series, right? And there's somebody local that goes out and does it all. I thought maybe I should like follow the link on their t-shirt and uh, maybe ask them on. But then I thought. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I bought the coffee. <laughs> so at the end of that story, fuck all happened. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a fucking talk for Boris Johnson. <laughs> oh man. I, Kev, I love is that mask behind you strategically placed? Yes. It looks like it, yeah. <laughs> it's like is, is that a mask? I mean, see if you went, what mask? I'll be like, ah. <laughs> ah, no, no, it's, it's been in my mind. It's been in my mind. Yeah. Um, uh, so I'm, I'm looking forward to the kind of stuff that we're going to, like the idea of, of this show is that we will bring stuff to the table where we'll look into specific cases. We'll get people that were involved. We'll bring them on. We'll talk to them. We will actually go out and film stuff. We've got, we got an award-winning uh, production team. So it'll be cool. <laughs> it'll cool, be cool. Way. I know it's fucking you, awesome. Kev, tell David what happened today I, or yesterday, um, whenever it was. I think it was yesterday. Uh, our production team that we will be pretty much putting everything through won an award for doing the Mark Schaff and the Bicycle Thieves music video. Last year we did it, but it came out this year and it won best music video of the year. Oh, but, uh, was it the, the, the Weekenders? Is that what it's called? The Weekenders? The Weekender Eye. The we I, it's basically involved with like, yeah. the, the festivals and stuff. Um, and so those guys, those guys also won single of the year as well with mm -hmm. the today, tomorrow, forever. You should check that band, that class band. Um, but aye, so I yeah, incredible. They've been on the show before. Check out the episode. We actually talked about that music video and all that stuff. But I so... let you meet them. Just didn't bring your fucking bike. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we can't got his bike stolen, eh? <laughs> He's in the bicycle thieves and he got his bike now. <laughs> I was, I was, uh, honestly, I don't think I've ever mentioned this in the podcast before, but um, my my brother in law, his name's Nick Carr, know, and his car got stolen. I mean, it's serendipitous, isn't it? Fucking right. You know? yeah. <laughs> got another oh, question. Gotten, absolutely gotten. Uh -huh. I think they're, they're still suffering for it. Fucking, uh -huh. it, was, it was such a bastardy of circumstances as well. He basically started the car to go to work and then realised he'd, he'd forgotten his uh, laptop or his briefcase and just jumped back in, came back out. Pew, and a ghost took his car. <laughs> like a brand, brand new Volkswagen <laughs> Tiguan. Oh, another <laughs> comment here the stain kicker says i i entered bangower ran about the place looking for ghosts jumped in a wheelchair took the piss asking for ghosts and that nay ghosts lol <laughs> <laughs> smart duck also says just imagine seeing a ghost being abducted by an alien <laughs> 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 That's class. That's, that's, that's brilliant. Class. That is that's class. Hey, 
Round That's a movie in itself, smart that one. Duck. Smart Duck. They don't call him Smart Duck for nothing. Uh, <laughs> um, what? Here's a question to everyone, right? Going forward, what kind of? For me, I'll. I'll I, I'm always into. I'm not into it, right? It's hard to say it. But I, when there's been like gruesome murders and stuff, and people say that they they see ghosts, uh, and the locations when they go. I'm kind of not looking forward to it, but I would be intrigued to, to check out those kind of things. There's one, oh, I didn't even want to bring it up because it's so sad, but we'll probably get to that at some point. But there was a, a woman and her kids that were killed, right? And I've watched, because for some reason it stuck with me. You know, sometimes you'll read something or you'll watch something and it's true to life and it sticks with you. It sticks with you for quite a while. It leaves you like a bad taste. And I, I had to keep consuming content. And I watched people that claim to be paranormal uh, investigators and they went to the house where herself and her two kids were killed and they're looking with these wee infrared stuff and you're seeing these figures staring at them the last day through the window and then they're moving and then they're coming back and the figures kind of match the profiles the silhouettes mm. of the people that were there and i'm like <clears throat> what and, and there must be some sort of energy that stays somewhere after that and now that house where they were killed has never sold, and the house is like mega undervalued now, and the house is insane. Like it's such what, a nice what house. What case is this? You know, there was an, an a documentary on Netflix called "The Family Next Door." It oh yeah, the, American Murder. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. right. It's them. The of, oh, that, that stuck with me for so long, yeah. um, and it's because it was just so gruesome and horrible for what it was, and uh, oh. for some reason I I, I don't know I just kind of kept. I was drawn to it, and I was looking at the uh, people just driving by the old house and looking at the house and seeing you what. At first glance, if you didn't know what was happening, or if you look at the houses across the road, you're like, "Oh, that's a class house." See, when you look at that house, there's just something that's like a big fucking. There's something that you're like, "That's no a house you want to go in." How can I feel that? that and I'd be interested. That happens mm -hmm. any any time. There's any kind of negative. Mm -hmm. uh, connotation associated with a certain property it, it immediately makes it look it immediately looks different i mean if you look look at the the amityville house beautiful mm -hmm. big house but because of that story multiple stories multiple stories right different you, families you, you, that's, 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 that's a discussion we're having just between the two of us, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, it's like we, we live we live in an estate that's, that's basically it's only 10 years old right it's not an mm -hmm. old estate the hussies don't look creepy but i guarantee if you found out that a guy killed his wife and kids and then himself say in the house every time you walk past it you would you would look at it in a different way do you think then that's a mental thing or do Pure you think, mental. <laughs> no but like do you think that that's, you have to you have to know in order to to feel well, like that, or do you think you would just walk past it and go, "I get the right, the wrong vibes," even if you didn't know what happened? I'd see, be interested to know that. See, before Michaela and I bought this house, mm -hmm. we went to view a property in Whitburn. Mm -hmm. um, quite established, anyway. Well, I well that was it, but it was quite a nice house. <laughs> you know, from the outside, outside it was a, a, a lovely, nice garden. It was well maintained, everything like that. The neighbors' mm -hmm. gardens were all immaculate, and that's like ah, it's just looks all right mm. whatever walked in the door michael and i both looked at each other and we're like mm, don't like this this place just feels odd mm. there was just a weird feeling about it like and it's almost as if you are aware of something happening like nobody was murdered right but basically the woman that owned it died in the house 
Mm. But that was enough. Before we'd even known that, that was enough <clears> for <throat> both of us to go, ah, don't like this. There's something really odd about this. Yeah. See, this is um, like the whole idea of kind of ghosts and spirits and stuff like that. I mean, people just write it off as, as hokum. You know what I mean? Um, I've never used that word in my fucking life. Um, <laughs> I saw a t-shirt. Oh, J-Mac, hokum. Hokum. <laughs> hokum and pokum. Um, just a bunch so, of hokum pokum. <laughs> when, like, it, it's scientifically known and proven that energy never dies. It just yes. redistributes. So yes. when you die, the energy that's in you, where does it go? That's yeah my biggest question and you can say oh it just goes into your bed sheets or into the, ah, no, into the like carpet i think that because energy doesn't just die what is the energy of your personality has to go somewhere yeah and so the... it, it doesn't i don't think it just decomposes no, nah, so the uh, for any like the proper geeks, that's the third law of thermodynamics. Um, mm. Is uh, yeah, I know I read too much. This uh, is what I'm talking about. This is what yeah. I'm so about. basically, that, that that law is that energy cannot be made or destroyed. Mm-hmm. Um, and a quick side story: that was the reason why I got kicked out of physics at school <laughs> um, because I questioned that and I couldn't understand where we are. And like, if the Big Bang happened, like, where the fuck did mm-hmm. that happen? And my teacher couldn't answer it, so I got kicked out. <laughs> Told not to come back. <laughs> um, but, uh, no, so basically that that's kind of that law, but there's a... How dare you challenge the zeitgeist? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he was a Nazi. Um, <laughs> but no, so, and the, the thing you're talking about, about the, the weight, there's, uh, it's, I think it's, I think it's 27 grams. It's something about sure? that. It's 27 that every person... Like when they die, that's the exact weight you lose uh, almost instantly, and that's where people have the, the 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 theory of like the weight of your soul and where your personality and your imagination and all these things, and that's your physical energy remaining and your spiritual energy passing on. But mm. obviously, if you go with that rule of thermodynamics, that can't go like just to nothing. So it has to go somewhere else, which is where people get the um, uh, what's it called? Not regeneration. Reincarnation. reincarnation reincarnation that's one yeah where reincarnation comes from because that's your spiritual energy so when basically you die you can go into the next thing that is born mm-hmm. and it just yeah. recycles well here's something for you right just based on two two points and what you said there right one i'm aware that when you die right you release like so uh, if someone was strangled <laughs> if someone was strangled right <laughs> they release their bowels right so they're wait straight away right or if someone has a heart attack or whatever, right? Stuff like that. I think. I think not. I'm not. I might not be spot on here, but I'm aware that sometimes when people die, yeah, they release stuff. There's also skin slippage. The things that keep us what we are. Yeah, your muscle tension goes. Yeah. It goes right. So maybe that could explain skin it. slippage. There is, there is such a thing, mate. Skin there is such yeah. a thing. Yeah, it just, um... just sounded funny, like you die and then your face just falls off. <laughs> <laughs> So that's basically the. I'm going to take his face. <laughs> swivel it about. No, that's the uh, the protein I'm elastin in your face, yeah. collagen, and causes your face to hold its structure, and then the muscle tension. But the thing is, with that, even if you were to die, <clears throat> your muscle weight, your water weight, is still there, and mm. that's and I, 
I can see your point if you're you're murdered out in the street just after you finish lunch, or you hit by a bus shit yourself. But if you're, you know, people die in hospital <laughs> during a, an operation that haven't eaten for 24 hours, they've got no food in them, they still lose that weight. Ah, well, there's that debunked, Danny. Mm-hmm. I think it's funny when you said that. <laughs> My boss shit himself. So getting hit <laughs> the bus isn't the worst part. <laughs> I, I like the uh, I like the uh, yeah. I like this. <laughs> I like this. Did uh, you see that guy who just hit me the bus? I had to be fucking shit saying up like that. <laughs> That's what you're going to remember. That's the thing you will remember. Is that oh, boy shat himself? <laughs> I, I like the I like the twenty seven gram I like the twenty seven grams idea. Like imagine you're on the you just say like somebody's dying in front of you and then you phone nine nine nine. They're like like yeah nine nine emergency. How can I help you? Like oh he's having a heart attack. Okay okay. Um can you get him in the recovery position? Okay that's done. Right are they breathing? I don't know. Right did they weigh twenty seven grams grams less than they used to? Fucked. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay. Yeah, I, uh, I, I stand corrected. I stand corrected. It's 21 grams, not 27. I stand corrected. My bad. All right. Got a couple but... of questions here. Well, a couple of comments. Uh, Sima again. Doesn't necessarily have to be the ghosts of the kids. Maybe the act of murder itself caused something evil to take possession of the house because of the violence of the murder. Very plausible. I hope at some point during this new mini series that we're doing that we can actually establish stuff like that. That'd be pretty cool. Smart Duck says, I get the same feeling with those toilets when you have to put 10p in. You just know looking. <laughs> I think he means that you just know someone's looking. Ah, you just know nobody's looking. Ah, someone's looking. Pro- at you. Probably, yeah. Um, aye. Uh, aye. So I was kind of saying that. <laughs> Smart Duck, come on. Uh, I- I'm looking forward to. To looking into stuff. Uh, one thing, another thing I had mentioned to you, Kieran, and I think we should make a documentary on this, a wee mini m- mockumentary or something, on the whole UFO abduction of that fella up in Deckmont. We actually camped right at that very spot. Never seen a the- fucking alien. There were a few questionable characters there, like, but there weren't aliens. Right. <laughs> Millwall. <laughs> Millwall. Do you remember, remember Millwall? No. <laughs> no, one of the guys we were with was out his face in acid. And he just kept coming up to people going, Millwall. <laughs> he probably seen some stuff, man. Uh, what kind of stuff are you guys looking forward to covering uh, that we should put in the pot of things to cover? Uh, I like, I mean, it, obviously the, the Greyfriars Kirkyard, but I, oh, I, I, I would like a, one. I'd like a stab at Mary King's Close as well. Yep. Um, um, There's a fucking mental hospital on the road there, Butler. That's right, actually. Yeah, and that was on. Um, there's a hospital just up here in Les Mahago. Um, hmm. It's called Buckwood Hospital. Um, and fuck, I don't know too much about it because I was just too young and they just used to get there for a chase. But, <laughs> um, <coughs> basically, it was that. Oh, fuck you, dude! It was like a mental asylum in the end, and supposedly. Hmm. Um, Story has it that these people were treated bad. Some of them were tortured. Blah blah. blah. However, this this place, Buckwood, has always there's always been guards outside that you've never been allowed in. It's been fucking around for years, and it was on um, I don't know one of these fucking horror channels where somebody did a, a, a thing on it, and it, and it was quite good. But you should you should probably check it out because I think there is quite a lot of stuff still there. Mm. You know, it's not been it's not been touched. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's quite, it's quite fucking. Uh, Banjo is good for that, but you can't actually get there anymore. 
I unfortunately, Bangalore was um, it's a hospital I was born in actually, um, probably <laughs> probably most you two maybe as well. Thanks, Queens have a lot. No, I was <laughs> uh, I was born in the Simpsons in Edinburgh, which is also not there anymore. That <laughs> 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 was uh, somewhere in Falkirk. You were born in Falkirk. Aye, man. I was born in Hill. Bell's Hill. Well, anyway, so it was literally just me that was born in Bangalore, right? Okay, um, but that, that was that was like a kind of local hospital, um, that and St John's in Livingston, but um, Bangalore was more functioning at that time as a, mm. a normal hospital as well as um, the psychiatric units. Mm-hmm. Um, but the land has been purchased and it's going to be getting built on. Uh, I think I think the plan is to keep a lot of the buildings there looking the same as what they look just now, but they're going to get yeah, completely just rebuilt. renovate the inside. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, so basically, you can't access that anymore. But I mean, I had the idea a long time ago of doing Inverary Jail. Um, Inverary Jail is amazing. Yeah, uh, that's very cool and, and I actually did contact. This was like way before me and Kevin even started doing a podcast, even before we knew each other, but. I'd got in contact with them to see how much it would cost to to do a, a kind of overnight paranormal investigation. And at that time, it was like 200 quid. So you get 20 people or even 10 people to go, 20 quid a pop, yeah. jobs are good. And so you, there are ways to do it legally without just breaking in and filming stuff. So <laughs> we should definitely go down that route, um, yeah. especially when we're talking about it online. Right, especially and then using the content. To yeah, make, use the footage and, as well. That's probably. <laughs> so you be incriminate yourself. Were you there? No. <laughs> <laughs> Just doing this way. See, many times you see it, people videotape themselves committing crimes and put it online. It's like what? you've just fucking. <laughs> Michaela Manzakova says, "Who thought building there was a good idea?" See the thing I, is, is I, that's I'm a horror film waiting to happen. I, I'm not phased um, by ghostly. I'm okay with that. But would I fuck buy a flat in Bangalore? Not nah, a chance. Nah, no up for that. Like Smart Duck said, had a crawl about under the floors in Bangor and had to look in the old buildings. It's an eerie place. It is. I think. I think if you're from this area, everybody has taken a wee trip that. into ah. the the old Bangor, and it, you go in there, mate, and you're like, what, what, man. <laughs> The scene rock. Hear, hear, hear. Ah, <laughs> creepy man. Maybe it's his energy. Maybe you're just hearing his energy. <laughs> um, so, no, that, that's the thing. Scotland is such an old country that there's so many yeah. things that we can investigate here, man. It's, yeah. Whatever yes. we can, whatever we can actually get permission to do, uh, I'm a hundred percent up for it. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. let's just do whatever we can. Um, so, magic. Yeah. Magical 115k says Saru. Anybody know what Saru means? Don't know, but that guy looks cool as fuck. Do you ever just look at a guy and go, he looks cool as fuck? He yes. looks like he's uh, dream movie. It's my, that's my brother. <laughs> no way. No way. So magic, Magical, is that his name? Mayo. 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 What does Saru mean? Uh, I should know this. Okay, Saru, Saru. <laughs> I'll exclamation. find out. It means I'll exclamation. Exclamation, no? Ah, maybe. <laughs> hey, Saru, don't make it bad. <laughs> um, Serious? Ah, right, okay. Uh, right, okay. I see. It means uh, hi. It means Your hi. I just have to correct you there. I'm going to start Sorry. saying that. Anytime you start talking, I'm going to go, Saru. <laughs> Saru, that's class, man. We're using it. It's going on a t-shirt. Uh, in Slovakian. 
see when I started uh, going over this, looking up stuff for this podcast, I was looking at things and you just get the, like, the random stories of like, uh, apparently there was a UFO sighting in Armadale in 1994. Hmm. Do you know what I actually re- I remember reading something about this within Aye. the last 10 years or so? I, I just can't remember much about it. No, and it was uh, just a tiny little snippet of this guy talking about how he'd, um, he was out and it was during a thunderstorm and he stopped to like try and watch it. And so he went to the, the vantage point by, like, where the high school is. It's in that book, isn't it? It's in that book! That's, how, that I, book. that's <laughs> how I know it. That's yeah. how I know it. Peter, so quite... all, I'm like, hmm, I think I've heard of that. <laughs> so that was quite uh that was quite a cool thing to look at. And I'm, like, I'm gonna look yeah. into more more of that. But even one of the places you I think you used to be able to stay in, I don't know if you still can, is the graveyard outside Stirling Castle. Right. Um and that's what, uh, you mean Stirling? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I know there's a graveyard sitting within the walls, and you used to be able to stay there, but not uh, go into the castle. Um, that might be something that's worth checking out. Mm. Mm-hmm. Aye, absolutely. You're pretty Dave. We'll get this. Aye. Got another comment, another couple of comments in here. One from a stain kicker says, I know someone who's seen that UFO. I will see if I can get them to talk to you. Excellent. If we could get Absolutely someone excellent. an eyewitness yep. account of an that, right? yep. and we'll read the excerpt here, and we'll get you to actually even and like before we go live, we'll get you to read a wee excerpt, and we'll play That's it fine. right yeah, context, and then that. we'll get this guy on. We would absolutely <laughs> love you to put us in contact uh, contact with that person. Also, the stain kicker says the weird part about Van Gower was how abandoned it was. Medical records left lying about, old pill just bottles, wheelchairs, abandoned. desks, Aye. all sorts of shit. It's like it was just dropped nice. and boarded up. I mean, that's pretty much fucking Livy anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, David, David's just saying that that Berkwood place is like that as well. Stuff just yeah. left about. I do remember. I, I remember at Bangower, like when you were allowed to walk around it. Um, you, there was a wee crack in a window that you could you could look at it and you could see like a wheelchair just sitting in the, of the hall. wheelchair, and then there were some beds kicking about as well. And Mate, I can just imagine someone going to Bangower and be like, that. Jordan McKeag, piles. <laughs> Speaking of piles, J Mac, how are you mate, feeling? How are you feeling, mate? I had one pile. I, mate, why did you feel the need to send me a diagram? Like a, a diagram of exactly what a hemorrhoid is and where it sits. Why did I need that? I wanted, to, I wanted to show you the pain that I was in. I didn't send them a picture of my bum hole just before no, anybody like, thinking about this. It was, it was like it was a, a medical like, diagram. I'm like, why did I need this? I actually Googled drawing of a hemorrhoid. That's going to look weird than my Google search history. You might have been sending my picture off. Honestly, it actually burst. Like oh. My hemorrhoid burst and see the relief, man. It was like my arse came. It was amazing. <laughs> oh, it, was, it was the most beautiful feeling in the world. Is, I stood it, not up, just, I just like, oh. is it not just like somebody's punched a pile of grapes? <laughs> um, well, it depends what hemorrhoid you get. I've never had that happen before. <laughs> You get internal and external. You get the bottom. Omicron variant in the fucking eats you from the insides out. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, speaking of uh, Omicron and things that might or might not exist. <laughs> 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 
Uh, by the way, I know he exists. I'm not a fucking idiot. But... <laughs> Aye, before, before that takes a, a turn. Before that, <laughs> that's <a> fucking bank <laughs> account again. <laughs> um, I think even just saying the word OM Necrom. Oh, yeah, because we done the. Mate, mate, in all seriousness, we done the episode of the Birdemic. Mm. Yep. And because that, because we talked about it being a, not a birdemic, but a, don't say the word, a P-A-N, yeah? Demonetize. Will not monetize it. I'm like, what the fuck, man? Just because we say that word. Unbelievable, yeah. right? Uh, uh, big tech. Oh, no, I've just done it again. <laughs> what an absolute <laughs> bunch of canuts. Yeah, I mean, exactly. <laughs> um, well, we've got smart ducks back again. It would be interesting to know what speed those UFOs that are seen by the military are going. Mm. Well... So the the tapes released by the the FBI or something like that that the the fighters are the FBI. tracking them. Fuck, what's that thing um, on Netflix? Un- I think it's called Unacknowledged. Unacknowledged by Steve- is it Stephen Greer? Steve. Mm. Is it Stephen we Greer? Did, we did an yeah. episode on this way right. early on. So two years ago, I watched this fucking documentary. And, uh, UFOs to me were. were I was kind of 50-50, right? So I hadn't seen them, and I hadn't not, so it was, it was kind of... Anyway, I watched this unacknowledged with Stephen Greer, and fuck me, you're... He's, either he's an absolute fucking brilliant actor, uh, or what he's saying is, genuine. you know, genuine. Mm-hmm. But yeah. doesn't it leave the fact that it could be genuine quite fucking exciting, considering uh, what he said? And I remember coming away from that and going to the wife and going to the kids, Fucking aliens out there. <laughs> <laughs> fucking UFOs. You've got to be careful. <laughs> like, Get this, right. Sanders watching. Uh, fucking aliens. <laughs> Get this, no, right. It's a brilliant documentary, though. Really good. I, uh, really it good. definitely is. I would I recommend anybody go check it. Check this out, though, right? I'm going to tell you a bit about what I've seen. I'm not saying it's UFOs. But I mean, technically it is, because I don't care what the fuck it is, right? But what I will say is this, right? Propaganda on this pish. I watched a BBC Three thing, right, years ago. And after watching that, I was like, oh, they're real, right? And it was us. Oh, I'm going to go find out some fucking aliens. I'm Danny Dyer, <laughs> man. And he's away fucking swearing at aliens in that. Did you watch it? I'm Danny Dyer. I've seen, I know of it. Knows. I've never seen it. I'm Danny Dyer. That was it. And that I'm was shitting it. Shitting myself. <laughs> <laughs> that was it, man. That was it. Do you remember right at the end, a fucking alien pops through the door and he's like, whoa. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> mate. Oh, it's see the old, the older I'm getting, the more I fucking love Danny. Dyer. Oh, he's fucking brilliant. <laughs> I was younger, I couldn't stand him. I was like, yeah, I hate you. I, yeah, like, I'm like, like, everything you say is gold to me. That's it. Like, fucking mug, man. It's like a clip from like one of the football factory episodes that he did, and he walks by like a wee groupie, like kind of like older teenage lasses. He's like, "What well, girls?" And then he walks by. He just keeps walking and goes right up my street. It's the way he walks, man. When the guy's built like the gable end of a crisp, and he walks like he's fucking Aaron Lambo. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He's, is, he's I, um, 
that kind of had me convinced after watching that Danny Dyer thing. And then I was like, mm, probably no way it's Danny Dyer. But then uh, watching that unacknowledged, and I think we done it, J Mac, because it was mm-hmm. a very early episode of the show. We um, done it back like when when Connor and um, fucking he who shall not be named, Alex, were part of I. Well, yeah, prick. <laughs> can't believe you just said that name. It also is a brilliant documentary. Um, what's, what's funny about it, like, see if you look at like a lot of UFO and paranormal documentaries, if you if you look at them on IMDb, they pretty much generally have a really low score um, because people don't want to... Add, most of them are quite badly produced, but unacknowledged actually is sitting like above seven, <laughs> which for a documentary like that it's is really difficult. fucking high. See, the thing Aye. is, when you're a believer or not believer, you can be a coronation watcher. You, know what I mean? <laughs> you can watch Coronation Street and everything. Nah, <laughs> and, and, and it's fucking it, it wings in. It's good. Yeah. It's good film. It's good story. Well, let me let me tell you a few things I've seen. Right. So back and this again wasn't it, wasn't it too long ago. I've seen things in the sky and I don't know what they are. Right. All I know is they were cloud me. Well, I. Uh, <laughs> so I was cycling to work. Right. Uh, you know me. I I, 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 I drank at the wrong time there. Oh, man, it's whiskey as well. Whiskey got it my nose. I mean, I can only think of one thing worse than whiskey to come out your nose, but we'll speak whiskey about that. <laughs> whiskey going in your arse. <laughs> I would um, clean up your hemorrhoids, though. That's. <laughs> Sterilization. <laughs> so, um, aye, so I used to cycle to work in the morning, so I'd have to get out of the house earlier because it was quite a trek, right? Back where we used to work, J Mac. And um, I remember cycling early in the morning, so there was no light pollution, like little to none. You could see all the stars and that. And I just remember seeing something hover, right? It was white. It would hover, and then it went, fucking see you, right? And it was like a sparkler. It left a trail that, you know, when you get a sparkler and you move it, it left a trail like that. Now, what was strange about it is it wasn't traveling, and I happened to catch sight of it. I saw it hovering. It was hovering in one area. Just doing its thing and then went fucking catch. Right? <laughs> so, oh shit, Kevin seen us. <laughs> <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> Who's Kevin? The little guy I'm worker. <laughs> he cycles his bike. <laughs> Mate, you could be like Bill and Ted. You might be the one that saves the human race and like, oh no, he's seen us. <laughs> like, Whoa, man. But like that, that I mean, that is a UFO. Sure. So that's what it is, right? I mean, essentially that's what it is, a UFO. Yeah. Yep. If, you can't, if you can't work out what it is, then yeah. No, so I identified fine object. They've actually, anything could be a fucking UFO these days. They've actually uh-huh. changed the terminology. Has it? Yeah, it's not I, called a have... UFO anymore. It's I think it's called uh, UA mm-hmm. unidentified aerial vehicle UAV, maybe UAV. something like that. Fuck me. Something like that. They've changed the terminology. Maybe UFO was offensive. Oh, <laughs> it's only when they change terminology. I've said too many people. Maybe kind of. the objects were like, uh, well, not objects, yeah. we're gender, we're gender, gender neutral we're objects. We're human beings. <laughs> the called uh, UAPs. I have a comment here from Stain Kicker says, I reckon 99% of UFOs are our technology. We had VR and internet in the 50s, and it's only just reached the public. We're being lied to by institutions. It's documented. Well, the thing is, see, going off of that, there was a, I can't, I can't remember where I found it, it was somewhere on Reddit, and it was some guy talking about the, the footage, we were talking about the, the fighter jets, and it was just this comment that's kind of stuck in my mind, and it was like, if they're willing to release that, 
to amuse the general public? What do you think they're still holding back? <laughs> exactly. Do you know, something that they, I, I've spoken to this, but I mean, I work in the, the technology industry, right? And I've, I've spoken to guys that work about this. And I, I, I said to them, this was, I've actually just gone back to this job. I left for about six months to try something else. Didn't work out. But when I was there before, um, a conversation we had was about how quickly technology seems to have moved in like the last 20 years. Um, like my, my biggest thing is these things, right? Now, you remember not that long ago, we used to watch movies on videotapes, right? Mm -hmm. Even, even mm -hmm. like yeah, you so remember videotapes. videotapes. Everybody right. here remembers videotapes. Okay, we're all, watch videotapes. Right, we're all old enough to remember when they were the mainstream way of watching. Absolutely. Fuck, you've got long hair. <laughs> Did you not know that? No, do that again. Do that again. Fucking hell, fuck me. Yeah, that's paranormal. Fuck me. Wait, that's getting clipped. That's awesome because I knew earlier in the show I was saying to myself, Kieran from this angle looks like he doesn't have long hair. And even yeah. when Craig Matthewman was animating him, you can't tell he has long hair, so it looks short. Right, oh, and I was like, I wonder when you guys are gonna like realize. That's true. He's like a proper, you're like proper, like engrossed in what was getting said. And he well, I've, like, Whoa. <laughs> I've got my new name for you. You are now Kira Punzel. Right, <laughs> Kira Punzel. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, <laughs> my my thing I was talking about is is USB sticks, right? VHS used not that long ago was the main way of watching a movie and you could get one movie on a VHS maybe two if you recorded them in long play off the telly right oh, yeah, then yeah. snap the tab off right this uh you can fit easily 50 or 60 movies on. <laughs> easily 50 or 60 movies on something this size and that happened too quickly for my comfort. I swear we are we are reverse engineering stuff that we couldn't have without external help. Mm. Yeah, that's what I here. think. Fucking hell! You want me to read this one? This is a big one. You read this one. You read this one. This is from Michaela Manzikova. <laughs> this is from Michaela Manzikova. That's a message. tennis player. Yeah. Hi. Yeah. What was her name again? What was her name? Oh, Maria Sharapova. Um, Sharapova. No, Anna Kornikova. 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 Kieran and... <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Kieran and I and one of our friends were sitting in a living room... In our... Fucking hell. Kieran and I and one of our friends were sitting in our living room in July and I looked out of our back garden doors and seen this ball of fire fall between the house right in front of us. Wow. I mean, I was sure that it was... That... What was it I, for... I'm sure that was it for every... Everyone that... Uh, right, basically, she's seen a ball of fire. Um, and what are you meant to say here? <laughs> I, um, I, I, to be fair, I remember her telling us about this. I remember her mm. telling me, and she was genuinely quite shooken up that she's seen. And I mean, a ball of fire, not like it just fell between the house, like she's seen it go behind the houses, um, right? And I was actually, uh, from then, it was, um, I think it came out, it was like a comet that everyone had seen. It was seen from people in Edinburgh and places like that. Um, but we, she witnessed it and she was quite taken aback by what she'd seen. I never mm -hmm. noticed it. Nobody else noticed it apart from her because she happened to be the one facing out the window. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, so I don't know. So there's something that should be investigated. 
Ah, we could look into it. I won't look into that. <laughs> See, my, it's, it's longer than mine, not even funny. <laughs> I do have longer hair than most women, that is true. <laughs> By the way, um, uh, is it L'Oreal? Or, <laughs> tell the boys, what are you, what are you using on those luscious locks? <laughs> do you know the really disgusting thing? I haven't washed my hair in over a year. <laughs> You're right. You fucking monkey bastard. No, <laughs> is it just yeah, that? I thought, I'd, I thought I'd give it a go. Yeah, I thought I'd give it a go and not using shampoo. Just because I'm a dirty bastard, not because I'm a shampoo. Um, no, no. What's I, have, I have hair that hair does clean itself. It does eventually. Uh, you are awful for the first month, two months. You do feel disgusting. How do you get that, through a date with flies buzzing around your head? <laughs> Stand next to Kev. <laughs> oh, by the way, uh, I've got something really important I need to say right now. You ready? Oh, here it comes. You dirty bastard. <laughs> there it is. There it is. I love it because uh, <laughs> it's going to be fun having something next to you. Uh, what was going to say, actually, uh, Michaela, Michaela, just uh, that little picture of her uh, that comes up with the profile, she looks like uh, Hannah Douglas from Flatwing. I said, do you know what I said to you guys? I said, Michaela would be perfect. She's an actress. I said she would be perfect for that show, uh, for that movie. Yeah. She really yeah. looks like her, man. I mean, just for that wee picture, but there you go. Aye, aye. Uh, Mantra, which is Mantis, says, yeah. ball lightning is an unexplained phenomenon described as luminescent spherical objects that vary from pea-sized and several metres in diameter. Aye. Mm, Ross is like definitely what she's seen. Aye, Ross Hardy says UAP under the aerial phenomenon for the PC. There we go. There we go. Uh, Michaela says I can vouch for that. He stopped washing it. Beginning of lockdown. That annoying thing. (laughs) It looks nicer than mine. Ah, class. Well, I got sent here as well. Also, a diagram here of VR, and apparently, according to the Stain Kicker, it was from 1957. I'm going to bring it up here for everybody to see. This here. So this is VR technology that was around back in 1957. In 57? Mm-hmm. Based off of optical like optical illusions or is that actually plugged into oh no yeah. I can see the wire on the third one right okay. It was called apparently Sensorama. <laughs> they came up with stupid names in the 50s didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> stupid bitches. <laughs> Go into a porno theater they're like welcome to Wankarama. <laughs> I'll tell pass without my tradition. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, man, like, see that voice, that voice of that wee dog for Labyrinth? That used to be the movie trailer voice back in the day. <laughs> Bruce Lee, where the dragon, all of London from Sunday. People, like, that's what the news used to be. You know what I mean? And uh, the, uh, the, the doomsday clock has been moved to 11.55, which means we are closer to nuclear war than we've ever been. That was the voice of the news. Now it's just... Mm. That's the voice so, in the news. The stain kicker says, "If we had that technology back then, then think about what we actually have now." Mm. Uh, have you ever heard of MK Ultra? Yes. yes. Right that? now, that made, they made a movie about that. Who was it? Uh, was it? Uh, this, this is the LSD experimentation thing, isn't it? Yeah, they, right? it's not. It's, no, that's the aye, the mind control thing with the CIA mm. to get basically foreign. Uh, foreign affairs officials to tell them what they wanted mm. to know and it was a compliance thing to get people to do what you wanted them to do when they're not around you mm-hmm. so it's basically just like a, a 
kind of like a behavioral thing of like it's a negative behavioral censorship using psychedelics to freak people out so yeah. that when they're in a situation they react into a way that they go oh fuck right i need to kill this person yes right. i think they, they were trying to say that uh, i said i seen somebody on joe rogan talking about it and they were saying that the uh, the charles manson like of manson family fame was possibly part of that as well yeah, um, same with yeah. the. I can't remember the name of the guys. The guys that all killed each other or killed themselves in the big farm, like a big mass suicide. The Jonestown. That's the one. Jonestown you know massacre. Uh, yep. The stain kicker says they spiked the public with LSD. It was mind control. Well, think about it. Did they not say that that was the whole Mark Chapman thing where he killed John Lennon? That was um. What's his name? Bob Carlin always says, "Why? Why is it all the guys that want peace end up getting assassinated?" <laughs> Bob. Bob Carlin. Bob, what, what, Bob, call him Bob Carlin. Bob, right, right. You, you've just, you've just went. Oh, did I just call him Bob? What is his name then? <laughs> Where did J Mac go? Oh, he's just vanished. He's taken off. <laughs> he, cut, he cuts me off when he when I'm off. Uh, uh, oh, it's, Carlin. It's, uh, George. What does Carlin. the Spanish say? Jorge. Bob Carlin. Harry Fartbanger. Harry Fartbanger is a callback. Look at earlier episodes and you can see what it's all about. Harry Faltermeyer. Harry is the guy oh. that wrote the music for Top Gun. And oh. Kevin forgot his name on an episode and called him Harry Fartbanger. <laughs> <laughs> and it was banger. I knew okay. banger was in there. But it's not. You're half it right in that time. <laughs> it's the FA at the start of the name was a bit of this in there. Oh, I knew banger was in it. Aye, no. His name wasn't he, Harry Enahan Banger. It was Harry Falter Meyer. <laughs> banger Meyer, same thing. Aye, aye. Potato, cheese, same thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it hurts! It hurts to laugh sometimes. Uh, <laughs> so, so this, so these sort of conversations is the sort of stuff that we're going to be talking about in upcoming episodes. Am I right? Mm -hmm. Am I wrong? No, you're right. But what we'll do though is we're going to get more guests on uh, people that have, like, if we watch something like, for example, you sent me a text one day, J Mac. Hey, look, this guy says he killed aliens with a samurai sword. Listen to them on this big podcast, uh, and they took a piss at him. Blah, blah blah. How cool would it be to speak to him? Fast forward a month later, he's on our podcast, and you're farting while his pals. He's talking about his pals. <laughs> indeed. Right. Right. I'm sure best, clip, that clip. best clip I've seen in a long, long time. <laughs> just just trying to hold that shit together. That's the best part. It's not even the fart that's funny. It's just All it's right. the it's the fact that I'm like this. Trying to hold it in, and Kevin's just like this. <laughs> oh, we tried so hard. It was so hard. And at one point, at one point, Kev tries to pretend he's coughing, and he goes like, he goes like this. That was chaos. So that, that <laughs> moral of that story is we would like to invite people on that have had experiences, whether it's been well publicized or not. 
Um, so if you know someone, if you're listening to this episode and you know someone that's had experiences, if you yourself had to have any experiences, come on. This 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 episode, no all these other episodes. <laughs> this episode, these episodes are kind of like an open forum. Right? You will always see myself, J Mac and Kieran talking about the paranormal, but everybody's welcome to come on and talk to us, tell us what's happening. Um we will have a dedicated episode based on different facts and different different scenarios and different things that have happened, different case files, all that cool stuff. We'll really look at it, give some subject, subjective uh, viewpoints. But the, the the moral of the show is let's get together and talk about it. Let's talk about all this cool stuff. Let's compare what we've seen, what we've not seen. Let's, I know we will definitely go out and we'll explore some of these things. If they're relative relatively close to scotland then there's no reason we can't get together and film it <laughs> by relatively close to scotland he means in scotland in scotland i know what else no if somebody comes up in carlisle you're not gonna wait 45 minutes to go down m74 are you <laughs> <laughs> since you mentioned m74 by the way i read oh. another one this afternoon about a guy uh, and his family that were driving down the m74 and lost five hours worth of time. Fucking hell. Now, apparently they seen, uh, it was a, about a few years ago, I, need, I, need, I really need to find out more information on it, and the next episode I'll come back to even more, but they oh were driving God. down the M74, and something happened where there was like a, a flash or whatever, and all the other cars around them just stopped, hmm. and they obviously had to stop to stop hitting people. And they got out, walked about, went to the cars, nobody responded in any situation, nobody like looked at the window, nothing. And um but five hours later, in their time, everyone started driving again, and they had to like fucking run to get back in their car and keep driving, and they completely lost that time. They were late for where they were supposed to go. Um, there was people like looking for them, but at the same time, nothing had changed around them. But they'd lost like five hours. Um, fucking hell! See that? I mean, did you ever? Did you? Read, it was a, a story of uh, it was it was like down south in England, uh, some couple that claimed that. They thought they were abducted because they lost an hour of time. It just disappeared. And they, they wrote to the government about it. <laughs> they, said, they actually wrote to the, the fucking, like, like the government and said, listen, this this stuff happened, blah, blah, blah. Can we get some help? And the government wrote back and said, thanks very much for your correspondence. Uh, we would like to look at this for you, but we would like to remind you that on that night, it was daylight savings and the clocks were falling. <laughs> <up. laughs> yeah, dick. <laughs> <laughs> if you could, if you could, guys link that to me because I want to look into that a bit more. But uh, do you know that's in that book? Two of those books actually by Doctor Peter McHugh about the paranormal forests <clears throat> and the paranormal roads of Scotland. Yeah, they do talk about missing time and flashes and just not knowing what's yep. what. Uh, but you know, we've got plenty of episodes coming up where we're going to really get into that stuff. I think the first thing we should really look at coming up uh, maybe is the Greyfriars stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, we will probably be live next week with a our first uh, paranormal patter, uh, as, as well as our jibber jabber stuff, AJ Mark. <laughs> and uh, we'll uh, we'll definitely get exploring these stuff with dedicated episodes. I'm really looking forward to that stuff because I'm right into that. I think everybody is. Mm. Do you know? What? I think that the fact that we are a Scottish podcast, we live in Scotland, mm -hmm. and this this like I say, like this country is so old. You watch like the, the American ghost hunting shows, mm -hmm. and like, oh my god, man, this building is so old. It was built in 1942. It, <laughs> that's no old, man. Like that's not old. 
I've got I've got biscuits in my cupboard all than that. And like, you know another thing, I was listening to a American podcast recently, and they were talking about what happened in Deckman about um, that guy that got dragged a bit by a UFO. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're like, you know, this is you know from West Lothian over there in Scotland, and it's from the, the, it's a place in Livingston called Deekmont. They can't do the sound. It's everything is it's Loch Ness, like it's a Loch Ness monster. Hey man, you're from Scotland. Oh my god, do you know Nessie? No, mate. No, Denny. Where's the kilt? <laughs> Where's my kilt? I said, Do you know that Scottish people only wear kilts when they're fucking forced to? <laughs> it's never yeah, I wish that was true. Uh, um, and I wish I didn't play into that stereotype. I lived out in America for a year, about a year. Uh, I went uh-huh. to work uh, on a, a wildlife conservation center and flew out there in a kilt just, <laughs> just to fuck with people. <laughs> <laughs> that was my only reason. And then I got there and realized they couldn't understand me. <laughs> Welcome to our world. Yeah, I'd, I'd, be, I'd be showing them my pet haggis and everything. <laughs> well, you got to pass the story on. The haggis is real. It's got two legs longer on one side, longer and short on the other. So they run yeah, the hill that way. They catch them, they chase them the other way, and they fall Pick down. Up at standing hills. <laughs> I, honestly, man, Scotland is an amazing country when it comes to the paranormal. We will look into as much stuff as we possibly can over the coming months and hopefully yeah. fucking years because I have no intention of stopping doing this anytime soon. So Good to hear. Everybody, get on board. <laughs> if you know any famous stories from Scotland or even the north of England, we're quite willing to go to the north of England as well. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. We will be happy to look into stuff and even go to the locations, film some stuff, talk to people. So please get in touch if you've got any stories that you think are worth looking at. Absolutely. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. Make sure you like and subscribe our stuff and all that. Get on our Facebook page. And all that. <laughs> What's really what? funny is I just totally threw you off. You kind of came back in, you were like, uh, um, buttons and cheese bags. <laughs> uh, if you want to see when this next episode that. goes live, which will be next week, um, like us on Facebook, Twitter and all that cool stuff, and you'll you'll see when we're going live. Make sure you do check us out live, because that way you can you can be part of the show. Uh, and, you know, it's been a great episode tonight. It's a, an introductory to our new miniseries. David, thanks for joining us. Well, um, thanks for having us. Sure, you can come back on again. We'll chat more. Uh, and uh, Come with us to the... To the uh, Kirkyard and never I'm, all, I'm definitely up for it. It's... Um... Ah, man good passion that you guys have got for it and i think it's something as well that i'd, I'd quite like to get involved in so yeah hi right, come along and kieran uh i'm looking forward to this newbie journey we've got on the go uh, and, and, bring your hair. <laughs> <laughs> and like i said did i not say that kieran will bring this element to the show and he very much did on the right. SV introduction it, one see with, with that hair man he's like a fucking walking fire escape <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. I've oh, never heard that before. That is unbelievable. <laughs> Thank you. That's fucking class. That's going on a t-shirt. Kieran that is definitely about walking fire escape. I love that. I'm going to myself for that one. You can me any day. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> right, guys. It's been class. Uh, again, we'll see you guys next week. And thanks to everybody. Everybody that tuned in, by the way, and everybody that gets part of the show, we we love you guys, and uh, it's been great to have you guys interacting with us on the show. Without you guys, we wouldn't get paid. Um, 
buttons like, but <laughs> when they get their buttons, the show wouldn't uh, wouldn't pay for itself. So thank you very much, and thanks again for your support. Uh, it's class. So we'll see you guys. I'm class. <laughs> I'm Kevin, are you class? We're all class. We're all class. And uh, we shall we shall see you guys next week. Check us out on Facebook and all that cool stuff. Bye, guys. Cheers, bubbles. I don't have anything.